I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood where we mom cast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. Hello. Hi, Trisha. <laughs> this episode, we're gonna it's gonna energize us. I think we need this one tonight. I uh, absolutely. <laughs> especially when the child doesn't want to sleep. Oh, I know. You've been going through bouts of that. Yeah, ups good, and downs, ups and downs. Bad. Yeah. My fingers are crossed for you. Thank Makes you. for a rough, rough day <laughs> when your child is not sleeping or waking up in the middle of the night. So. 100%. Oh. <laughs> well, welcome to your outlet for the night. Yes, thank you. Much needed. <laughs> and to everybody else whose outlet this is, Thank you for listening in. You can find us on pretty much every platform. We are on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. So please subscribe if you like us because you never know what we're going to come out with. (laughs) Yeah, and then you will stay up to date too that you won't even have to blink. The episodes will automatically download for you. So all the better. True. Yeah, and if you want to reach us, you can always email us. We love the questions, as you all know, from a recent episode. Oh, yes. But keep those coming. Yes, please. <laughs> and we are at minivans at yahoo.com. And then we always just try to put up pictures of the girls and reference things that relate to episodes each week. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We are momjeans and minivans. minivans. Yep. And then if you are into Twitter, you can find us at Mom Jeans Min, M-I-N, the number one, because Yay, that's our it. great handle. Okay, you're a pro. You're doing it from now on. <laughs> New job assignment. Check. Awesome. Yeah. So tonight, our episode is about being a stay-at-home mom and the stigma that kind of comes with that. Uh-huh. It kind of transpired. It was interesting. I've noticed talking with different friends. The most recent time it happened was I was doing virtual happy hour with some girlfriends. And people, when they ask, oh, what's going on with you? How's the job? This and that. I've noticed people just don't know what to say when they come to me. It's Hmm. almost like overlooked. But when I was working in fashion a few years ago, that would just be the go-to. And I almost felt like it equated, how do I say this? People put like a value on it. Yeah, because so, I read somewhere that when you are a career mom, like when you are a working mom, you have Mm -hmm. to be a career woman and you have to be a mom. So when you are a stay-at-home mom, a lot of people look at you as one role instead of having to do multiple roles. Yeah. And I almost feel like people, and I think it's American culture in general. Mm-hmm. One of our first questions when we meet someone, what do you do? Yes. Versus I remember when I studied abroad in Italy, that was almost rude. Not almost. It was a rude question mm-hmm. that people wanted you to ask about their family and how they were doing. Oh, that yeah. Work and jobs was secondary, but here in America, it's not. So it's interesting because I feel like, not feel, I know these friends that it's happened to me twice now, they're forward thinking. And I don't think they even realize, but it's almost like when they ask so-and-so, how's their job? Oh, how's it going? Like through the pandemic, they don't realize that maybe I do have a lot going on in my life. And I'm also not the type, I'm not good at just talking about myself, which I know sounds really funny because here we are on the (laughs) podcast. 
Yeah, it's different because we talk about the girls, not necessarily. I mean, we do talk, talk about, about ourselves, girls. but that's the yeah. focus. Yeah, unless someone asks me a question or I have something related to what's going on, um, I'm more I sit back and listen. So I just in this recent call, I just I I felt like I kind of sat there and they were going on about their work and how it's been virtually learning and this and that. And I I ended up actually having a phone call the next day with one of them, and that's when she got caught up in my life and she learned everything that was going on. And there's a lot actually going on despite right <laughs> you know coronavirus, mm-hmm. but. When you equate just work and another time it happened right when I stopped working um, in fashion. And so a few probably like six months in or something, or maybe it was a little longer because Charlie just got here. So it must have been like nine months. Mm-hmm. In. Well, it was a gathering and everyone it was kind of more of a meet and greet. Lots of the different girlfriends didn't know each other. So they're just like introducing themselves. The host was going around introducing. And I just thought it was interesting that she was like, oh, this is Morgan. She recently worked in fashion. She's a new mom. Like it was almost like you had to put that title of recently working in fashion versus yeah. staying at home. And again, I don't think anyone means to do that, but both times felt a little, what's the word, diminished, I guess. I know what you're trying to say, and I can't think of the word yeah. either, probably because it's been a long day. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I know none of them meant to lessen my value and that they they're both moms and so they know that that is rigorous job but I just think it's interesting coming from the other perspective a career moms might have a harder time seeing stay-at-home moms adding as much value or even watching Savannah I think lots of people saw that as oh just watching another kid right not seeing that I was trying to add structure and activities and help them develop so it was just because it happened again I was like oh I I mean, I know you're working Mm -hmm. as well, but I just wondered if you encountered that at all because Remy is with you a lot. So people might not give you full credit that's due. I don't know. I mean, I do, you know what, interestingly enough, I feel it with my family, but I feel it in the sense that I have one child and my sister has three. And Mm -hmm. so it's almost overlooked what I do because I'm doing it with one child. Overlooks a good word for it. Overlooked. You feel overlooked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's more in that it's like, oh my gosh, how are you doing that with three kids? Whereas if I were to do the same thing, it's not even thought about because it I couldn't have compare. One. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But maybe you're not going through the struggles or you might not have as much going on in your life. I just, right. I like, know. The thoughts you know, don't she does come to people. Yes. Yes. And, mm-hmm. you know, we always say we try not to compare, but sometimes it is tough. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, if I talk about, I don't know, as an example, like having a rough night with Remy, it's like I work all day. I work with her. So I'm trying to have a career while also raising my daughter and yeah, it's not like you get to take a 15 minute lunch break or even your lunch break is your time right <laughs> it's I mean it's truly multitasking and mm-hmm. you know say I have a rough night but and then my sister has a rough night it's like oh my gosh you need sleep like it's just there's something about I don't know it's just different I just I I never feel like um I just feel like because I have one child and she has three, it's just, like I said, like just being kind of overlooked in situations. Mm-hmm. 
No. So I, I kind I of understand. You. I understand, but to a different degree. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, I hear you. And it's only been since having Charlie and taking a step back from the career I had been doing for the last 15 years that I've encountered it with friends, like close friends that are practically family. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's interesting. Maybe in me trying to figure out what I want next, what's going on with me, they equally feel lost. I, I can't explain it. And I have talked to another friend who has not done this to me, but I know that she has mentioned in the past, she has a hard time talking to friends that they're stay at home moms. Like she just doesn't know what to talk to them about. She feels feels like they and they also have nannies so there is that element that maybe they're not with the kids the whole time Mm -hmm. but yeah so she says when they all hang out she just has a hard time relating that she feels they just go out for lunches have massages they drink cocktails and so she doesn't relate to them and I wouldn't say feels better than them but just maybe looks down on them is that I think there is a level there there is there's just this level I don't know unless you're in it some people they just don't understand it and which is interesting because I have more than not the women I know that are working moms if they find out that someone is a stay-at-home mom they actually do it themselves that's what they say I could never do that like credit to you for being able to do that and that's where I found it interesting because it is a hard job and it's continuous it's like non being with Charlie so much harder than ever and I was a manager in a department Mm -hmm. this is way harder it is like why do we do that because you hear so often especially Mother's Day had passed that Mm -hmm. the job moms do is so valuable this and that but I don't feel like we act that way all the time and then I also was wondering have I done that to other friends or parents before before I was a parent before a step back from my career so I don't know right. I just I I'm super hyper aware now mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do feel it is a societal thing I mean it is like you look at European countries in comparison to the United States it is it there's just a focus the focus is totally different it's on family and making the most of your life whereas here it's all about work yeah no it's so true well I actually read this really interesting quote that I thought was so yes. it's it happened I had happened to pop up right as we were talking about doing this episode and I just thought it was so great so I'm going to pull it up it's actually it was on nbcnews.com so I must have pulled it up in my news thing but it was this interview with Pink and it had to do with like Mother's Day and coronavirus and all that but I just thought Mm -hmm. that this quote was so appropriate she said to be a mom a teacher a cook a confidant and a badass dream chaser all at once is no small feat. And I feel like that I is that. a stay at home mom wrapped up in a tiny little box with a bow. <laughs> no, it really is. I wonder if with coronavirus, people will start thinking more like that quote because they are having to do all those things be at home they don't get that separation yeah I don't know but I just loved that and I feel like if people did kind of see that quote every time they saw stay at home mom maybe they'd look at it they'd they'd look at that role a little differently the role different and I think it's more than that for me because I don't think people are taken away from what I'm doing with Charlie and the value there is on that but I don't think they realize that I can be more than just her mom even without having that career before me 
Yes. That I am more complex. And I think that's the part that really bothers me. Right. That you are still, you still have all the abilities to be a career woman. Yeah. Just and because I you're not right be now. Expressing <laughs> my interest in different ways. Yes. Yes. That I have other things going on in my life. Yes. And that maybe if they aren't all career focused, that people don't necessarily realize to ask those questions the way they might do in Europe. Yeah. Now, like, how would you have liked people to inquire about your life? Like, how would you have liked them to ask you? Simply what's going on? Honestly. Oh, you didn't even get what's going on? Like, what's new with you? Yeah. Oh, that's but I, I feel like it usually is more, how's Charlie? What's new with Charlie? And Yes. But I'm more than just Charlie's mom. Life is more than just Charlie. It Aww. is a huge part of my life. Yeah. So I guess that's how I'm encounter that it's people expressing interest in her and what's going on with her. They asked, you know, what are her new milestones? What's new with her? But not once what's new with me. Right. Making the assumption that yes. that's it. I, okay. That makes so much more sense now. Mm -hmm. I thought they yeah. still asked how everything was going, but they just didn't ask specifics. No, the same way that someone might say how's it going with work right so they're just like how are things with charlie because to them that is my work but same way someone that's a career mom we might not say well what's new with you right right got that it we just might say how is it working from home mm -hmm. working virtually what have you yeah so i'm sure people encounter that on different levels but i just pre-coronavirus like I mentioned, noticed it when I felt like a friend had to kind of tag on what I had done most recently mm -hmm. to almost add depth to me. I'm sure not to make me feel better, but just I think she wanted people to kind of understand me more that didn't. Right. But then also recently. So I, I just yeah find it interesting that, yeah, so maybe just sitting and saying, what's new with you? Right. And sincerely mean it. <laughs> not that quick and <laughs> passing good. Fine. I'm good. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's exactly what it is, Trisha. Yeah. Do you get asked that a lot? More like, how's Remy? So, you know or what's is interesting? Is it what's new with you? You know what's is interesting is when people will say, how people will say, like, how is everything going? And I'm like, oh, you know, it's going well. And I usually will somehow incorporate saying something about Remy and work. Mm -hmm. But what's I do find interesting is that for some new people that I've met, if I say something about my job or they ask about Remy and then I say like I work with her, I was hired to work with her, I feel like mm -hmm. they automatically assume that it's not like a serious job. Yeah, I can see that. Like Meanwhile, because it's very unusual for right. someone to have a child at work. So how to comprehend that? Right. So they just assume it's mm -hmm. kind of like a nothing job. Whereas if I think if those same people were to come into the office and see me on a regular basis or actually see just like even if they said, well, what does that job entail? And like they'd be like, you're a badass. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but with with there's just like you said, there's just kind of like those assumptions mm -hmm. and you can tell I could tell by reactions. Yes, that, that is that's the, the reaction. Oh. Yes. Mm hmm. And then, you know, there's always the people who are like, that's awesome, but they don't even ask more. Yes. It's kind of like being polite and moving on. Right, right. And you just you just reminded me of another encounter. <laughs> I think with coronavirus, it's true. There's this couple that we've kind of gotten to know because they always take walks and they pass our street and they've been doing that for the past two years. So they just had another baby and they've just kind of stopped chatted with Phil. And so we've kind of gotten to know them. 
That's cool. Over the years. Yeah. And so what they walked past recently and they just said, oh, that's right. You're not working. Like, so they, again, they were asking like, Phil, how's he doing with his job? Because so many people, that is a big part of how are you adjusting to life, working from home right. or just having to do things differently. Mm-hmm. But because I'm not working in the traditional sense, they were, just, you know, they just went, oh, that's right. You're not working from home. It wasn't like, how are you doing with all this? Like, I just had that automatic assumption yep. again. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's the reactions too that people, the words come out, but their face and tone do not match. Right. And it's, <laughs> it's said something so simple as just rearranging your question. Even if the assumption is there, but then there's the question afterwards, like, oh, well, you were working, you know, you were staying at home with Charlie anyways, but like, how has it been for you? Or, you know, did anything change for you in terms of this? Like, no, you know, it's such a simple way of just kind of asking an additional question. And you're like, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Totally. And again, I don't know them super well. Right. But I guarantee if I was still working, you know, in the fashion world, somehow that would have added complexity to me. And I feel like, oh, wow, that's pretty amazing. You do this and that just some, I don't want to say a level of intelligence because I used to do this, this and this. It was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like you said, your job feels diminished. I was just going to say, I think you are correct in saying like there is to that assumption that, well, if you're not working, it's like, well, maybe you don't have the ability to work. Or you don't have the motivation to work or you don't have it. It's like, no, this is a choice. I never lost it. I'm still the same person. (laughs) So like, am I suddenly just uninteresting and a dummy? No. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm kind of treated that way sometimes. Well, and I think too, us being previous fashion people, there was a lot of interest around our jobs. We weren't a typical career. So we were used to getting, oh my gosh, like an interest right? Mm-hmm. And genuine interest. That's genuine true. Genuine interest. Yes. So now it's almost like not only do you not even get that interest, but there's the assumption too that there's nothing beyond being a mom and I was Charlie potty trained. Like, <laughs> like, like I feel like that's how people just kind You're of like, put me I am. in some box now. <laughs> You're like, I'm potty trained. You want to know what else right? I can do? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm multi-talented. <laughs> but yeah, again, people just assume. So yes, I'm sure we've all done that in some aspect. like you and I have encountered it differently. But I just wonder if we all shouldn't pause and just maybe think about things differently. And right. that there is more depth because it's so true that you don't know what else is going on in someone else's life. And that's just in general mm-hmm. that someone going to the office, you don't know what they're dealing with at home and what's going on. And I think just as a person, you don't know that about people. So just giving everyone the benefit of the doubt and yeah, for showing sure. genuine interest. It like makes me want to start almost like a Facebook group, you know, that's like, (laughs) come on, you're never on Facebook. Be real. (laughs) I'm saying it hypothetically for anybody who wants to steal the idea. (laughs) Trisha will join. She just won't be the moderator. (laughs) But 
like just something where there there is that recognition and that understanding yeah. from other people and or just getting to know people i think that's yes. what it is and again going back to the european cultures they get to know people mm-hmm. and they get to know the families and what's going on and that people could have talent they might play a guitar they might be an amazing chef like all things that add depth to a person but you'll never get to know if you just stop at what do you do how was your work day right oh you have a kid what's new with them how are they right i mean unless it's people just genuinely don't care, care and don't which I have think there is interest. a part of that <laughs> for sure because how many times in passing say hey how's it going and where people could just not even answer that i think some people really don't think you're asking and each time i really was but it's almost taken as a just polite way of yes. saying hello yes. like, <laughs> and that drives me nuts nuts yeah no I was really asking right (laughs) I think people struggle with small talk I think people struggle with small talk and small talk talk about the weather one more time (laughs) right I know but I do I think people really struggle with people become the most interesting yes is when you do start that small talk and people having to get out of their comfort zone and yeah having genuine interest in a person's life because even if you start with the broad question of what's new with you but I think to your point if you ask it with sincerity and how you ask it the person will read that and Mm -hmm. then they'll probably open up and say you know what actually I cooked this great recipe or you know what I was thinking about this career move or I did this painting today I don't know but if you are sincere in how you ask I think that opens up people to want to open up in their answer I agree and if somebody asked me that question today I made a badass breakfast this morning (laughs) I have to share the recipe okay We went to the farmer's market on Sunday and got a lot of fresh ingredients. And I have been trying to watch, I started watching this like little cooking show because I just wanted to kind of get the creativity going as far as recipes because I've kind of lost it. I've just needed to be like Mm -hmm. rejuvenated. And I saw it on there, but I kind of did my own twist. So you kind of scramble some eggs. I had sauteed spinach mushrooms and we had some sauteed onions fresh veggies oh so good we had some (laughs) sauteed onions left over that were like really Mm -hmm. well done so i threw it all in the pan sauteed it all up together and then whipped up some scrambled eggs with some parsley in it poured Mm. it into a pan let it kind of start to cook almost like just like a flat omelet and then you take a tortilla and put it right on top and then once it's kind of frittata almost kind of and then Mm -hmm. you can either I cut it up for Remy she devoured it I had to make two of them but (laughs) it just tasted so like fresh and gourmet and it was so easy it just had some great flavors so I'm gonna make it for you (laughs) yes please anyways (laughs) that's totally it really wouldn't be a mom jeans and mini fans episode if we did not talk about food exactly we didn't want to leave people hanging without the food reference so sorry no costco reference this time it's been a minute but uh yeah <laughs> we can but get like, the food plug in there uh 100 so good anyways that was my morning but it totally changed my day because i was just like that was such a delicious breakfast yeah but also the conversations with people become more interesting yeah when you start to get to know more about them mm-hmm. so just i think it's more food for thought is i mean maybe i needed to do a little venting (laughs) yeah but i do think it's food for thought 
Well, and I also think, too, that we are career-driven people. So having been in a career, being career-driven, and looking forward to a time when we can have a career again, it does. You just feel a little diminished. And But it's more the response that it was mm-hmm. the questions kept getting geared at the people who had a typical nine to five job. Yeah. That they're the ones that had something new going on in their life. So I'm just going to give all my questions to them. And then the conversation naturally flows that way. Mm-hmm. And so I just felt like very little was asked except for what's new with Charlie. Yeah. So, yeah, just food for thought of, you know, people aren't always what they same mm-hmm. especially the people that know that they're that we are more complex and even if we hadn't had the career before that you should still look at us hey there could be a lot more going on right. that shouldn't deem us worthy of interest and honestly i feel like a mom in general is so multifaceted like you have yes. to do so many things that i mean we said that you have to be it makes us a more a well-rounded person yes yes yeah well so. to all that those stay-at-home mamas out there especially you yeah. morgan you're killing it and you know what our kids are gonna be better off because of it because they have that security and they have that love and they have the person who cares about them the most in the world raising them and taking care of them i mean i can't get this time back i just it does bother me on some level when people see me only as charlie's mom Mm -hmm. so that's all yeah and i'm sure you feel the same about your job so yeah job and you know you only have one kid trisha so i know stop complaining already seriously get your shit together (laughs) (laughs) i mean already come on Should we do our mom fashion? Yes. So mom fashion time. Yes. Would you like to go? I mean, sure. (laughs) Why not? I'm going to pull my (laughs) list up because I I have so many from this week. I don't even know which one I'm going to (laughs) do. All right. Well, I will give you mine. It's a bit longer. So you have a minute. All right. Here we go. Okay. You know that sometimes I will do a shower with Charlie. Like I switch between her having a bath and sometimes I need to shower. I'm like, you know what? I'll give her a shower at the same time. So it was one of those days where we were both showering. And I also, lots of the doctor's offices have started opening back up this week and I needed to go to the doctor and it was the lady doctor. So I wanted to make sure I was capped down there. (laughs) (laughs) So I was shaving. Well, yeah, I haven't done that in the shower (laughs) with Charlie. She's looking at me. She's cracking up, Trisha. She starts touching her private part, mimicking me. (laughs) I was like, OMG, this is too much. She's yep. just smiling, looking up at Mama. I was like, "Yep, baby, Mama, Mama's got, <laughs> Mama's got to take care of business. Got to take care of business. I'm seeing the lady doctor later, but uh, <laughs> yep, you're doing great, baby. It's like, oh my god. Yep, so. that's how it's done. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. That is my mom fashion. That uh, yeah, and they're just Charlie's at that height. Early. They are just at that height too, where it is right in oh, their. Oh, I face. don't let her stand in there. She sits. I still bring her little tub spongy thing to sit on. Oh, okay. I br- I bring that in the shower. No, no, no. I don't trust her to stand. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
I bring in her toys. She sits on the sponge. Yeah. So oh she she was nice and low, Trisha. <laughs> well, you're not alone because Remy has definitely I was changing one time and she was right right standing right there and happened to look up as soon as I like took my underwear off and she started to like play with it. And I was like, okay. Um <laughs> I love you, and yes, it's a much different version of yours. (laughs) Oh, my God, because it's true. Anytime they see something new, they're like, what's this? I want to touch. Yeah. Wait, what do I have? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I just thought it was just so funny because it's just instinctually she just she's like, oh, wait, I think I have something similar and just tried mimicking. I'm like, oh, my God. It's so cute. Yeah, It's something. That is hilarious. (laughs) Wait till she sees like a random razor somewhere in the store and starts pretending in the store <laughs> well girlfriend hasn't been to the store like two months that's so. true that is true she'll who forget. knows when she'll be back <laughs> oh that's funny All right. what do you have what's on that list of yours uh, okay so my mom fashion is that Remy likes to color and <laughs> she has started to color on things that she's not really supposed to but it's not too far off from what she should be doing like she started drawing on her chair at the office but I was like okay I can take the cover off I can clean it fine she'll when I'm taping boxes for work sometimes she'll come over to the cardboard when it's laying flat and start Mm -hmm. coloring on it okay I get it it looks like brown paper on the floor okay fine well she was (laughs) preoccupied in her little playroom and this is at your office this is at my office yes yes and I walked into the room and what do you know she got blue crayon scribbled all over the wall (laughs) and I was like oh no like it's not our house it is my office so I was like how the heck am I gonna get this out so I ran to the kitchen how well do they uh come off well at first it didn't I grabbed the sponge from the office because I was like okay I'll get it off it's a crayon I can get it off like these are made for kids right they have to be easy to get off the wall (laughs) nope not so much so I started to like slightly panic because I knew this was also Friday. I knew my boss was going to come in and I was like, if she walks in and is like, okay, you need to get a hold of your child in this office. So I looked up stuff to do. Do we have any white paint (laughs) hanging around the office? (laughs) Seriously. And actually, now that you mention it, I think I saw some in the closet. Like paint for the walls. Oh my God. Can you imagine she walked in and she's like, why does it smell like fresh paint in here? (laughs) No, because what would happen is you'd see like a tongue mark from Remy uh, well, this is, let me just continue. So I look up, okay, what's a quick and easy way to get crayon off of yeah. the walls? And I found a couple different things and I saw something that said mayonnaise. And I was like, oh mm. my gosh, I have a random bottle of mayonnaise in the fridge. So I squirted it onto paper towel and I rubbed it into the wall like thickly and just let it sit there. That's what it kind of said to do. Let it just sit there. And then I went back with paper towel and scrub, scrub, scrub. It took some serious elbow grease, but it came out and it didn't ruin the paint. That's a great little tip. It's a great tip. And meanwhile, when I went back to get the paper towel before I came back to wipe it, I came back and Remy was licking the wall. Apparently she likes mayonnaise as much as I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing and you're gonna have to share the picture of the wall you sent me a text of this oh yeah i was laughing the blue covered wall yeah you wouldn't think mayonnaise would work and you just this is off topic but kind of on so charlie you know got a stain on my shirt it was the first time i'd worn this shirt i found one in my closet i think it was easter i was like oh i'm gonna feel all dressed up and it was silk 
course she stained it within like the first two hours of me wearing it. Phil's like, I got this. And he's like, I read online, he looked it up like you, that WD-40 works great. I'm like, you're going to put WD-40 on my silk shirt? Trisha, it worked. What? So mayo and WD-40 on <laughs> silk. Oh, because it was a grease stain, I should specify too. Like oil. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. hold on. Because silk, you can't get wet. So once you put the WD-40 on, what do you use to get it you'd off? Have to talk to, you'd have to talk to Phil. I wasn't had no part of it. All right. Phil and I have yeah, a little if, chat that we're going to have yeah. on Saturday. I'm sure if you Google WD-40 and uh, stains, I don't know. Talk about tips and tricks. There you go. <laughs> Leaving with a bang. <laughs> awesome. Oh my gosh, well, so funny. Thank you for joining us for yes, another little mama sewed. And uh, yeah, hopefully we all just stop and think just for a second. Yeah. And get everybody the benefit open. of the doubt. Yep. Yeah. Or just go into things with an open mind and maybe ask things a slightly different way. You never know where you'll get with someone. So it's true. And to all those parents and mamas, whether you're working mama or you're a stay at home mama, mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing. You're doing amazing. Your kids are coming out great <laughs> yep definitely yeah and you've got a mom tribe behind you over here so 100 percent. all right well until next time until next time ciao ciao